Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour two of the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM on a Monday coming at you uh. alongside former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. He's out at his office in Jersey. I'm Stormy Bonantoni on the West Coast, our VEASAN studio in downtown Las Vegas at Circa Resort and Casino. Got a great final hour ahead in today's show. Mike Pritchard is going to join us a little bit later on. We'll continue discussing and breaking down all of the biggest headlines as it pertains to NFL training camps. Also, there has never been a better time for us to have Matt Humans on the program coming up in about 15 minutes. Yes, we will talk college football, but we will also talk Bojangles, because Michael, I just found out yes. breaking news on Twitter that we are getting one here in Las Vegas, and I might cry. Oh my God, I heard your reaction. I thought there was like some trade or something happened. I mean, I couldn't believe it. And then when you said we have a Bojangles, I, <laughs> I don't think I've even been to Bojangles, come to think of it. Oh man. You are missing out. Please, next time, if you are in just any airport in the Carolinas or along that line, just go to the Bojangles at the airport. Get yourself a Cajun filet chicken biscuit and change your life. Get the honey mustard. Get the bow rounds. All the things. Words cannot describe how excited I am. And, yes, everyone in the control room thought that – our producer, Elliot, even said, I thought Aaron Rodgers shocked the world and retired or Jonathan Taylor was getting his trade. What's going on? Because of the audible gasp I had. But no, it's just Bojangles. Anyways, we will also talk a little blue chip, red chip. We got off-ball linebackers that we're going to talk about at the end of this hour. But first, Michael, there are a lot of people who need a talking to. They need some tough love. They need some advice. It's time for Step Into My Office. Let's roll that open. The appointments are lined up. You waiting for somebody in there? Got an appointment. And it's not about what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. It's not personal. It's strictly business. It's time you and me had a private talk when you're stepping into my office. It's Step Into My Office with Michael Lombardi. Mr. Lombardi, we'll see you now. Mr. Lombardi, we'll see you now. Speak of the devil, Jonathan Taylor, because no, he did not get that trade that he has requested to get out of Indy. In fact, his owner, Jim Mercer, said, we're not trading Jonathan. That's a certainty. Not now. 
not in October with the trade deadline, of course, in November. Taylor is entering the final year of his rookie deal, slated to make $4.3 million in 2023, but he wants more and he wants it now. Michael, if Jonathan Taylor is stepping into your office right now, what are you telling him when it comes to this situation and his leverage or lack thereof? Well, the first thing I've got to know, Jonathan, is what happened between August the 19th and today. And the only thing that I can come up with is you changed agents and you fired your former agent who had give, was given you good advice and you hired a guy who's given you really bad advice because the scorched earth mentality of taking on one of the most powerful people in business, these 32 owners called NFL owners, is not going to work. It hasn't worked for, it won't work for you, it hasn't worked for anybody. And so I don't know what your game plan is, but if I were your father, here's what I would tell you. Fire that guy. Mm -hmm. Fire him today. Let him go. I don't care if he's Shaq Leonard's agent or not. Just fire him. Get rid of him because he's killing your career. And so and then after you fire him, have a press conference and say, look, I want to do what's right for the team. I'm a team player. I've always been a team player. I said it April 19th. I'll get back in line. Now, that doesn't mean you're weak. I don't want you to be weak. I want you to make money here. But I also want you to know that what we were taught in kindergarten, a little sugar goes a longer way than a lot of spice. And so you're going to have to play the game a little bit here, right? You're going to have to play the game. And the only way to play the game the right way is to produce, is to play well, is to have a great season. And that's what we need you to do. Well, I should get paid now. You signed a contract. They have all the leverage. You have none. And we're not an NBA team. You can't be James Harden and demand a trade. You can't be Damian Lillard and demand a trade. That don't work in the NBA. The NBA owners are not going to do what the NFL, the NFL owners don't do what the NBA owners do. They don't just give in to the players, right? Yeah. They don't give in. They have a collective bargaining agreement that they stick to. So you're fighting the wrong fight. And this idiot that represents you I don't care. You know, give him my number. Let me talk to him because he's killing your career. And Jonathan Taylor. Be smarter than this. Jonathan Taylor in April, to your point, Michael, he understood it then. He said he didn't want contracts. He didn't see it being a distraction. He knew he put pen to paper. And this is a player we, we've never really heard a bad word said about him. This has gotten public, gotten ugly in the public Fast. And again, we'll discuss that topic a little bit further with the latest on that situation with our guy, Mike Pritchard. Let's go to Sean Payton as he steps into the office of Michael Lombardi. In a recent article with USA Today, said that the 2022 Broncos coaching job was one of the worst in NFL history. He slightly walked back his comments, didn't apologize, but did say that they were a mistake, had the Fox hat on to his point. Although I don't you know, recall him ever making comments quite like that during his television stint. If Sean Payton's in your office right now, though, I know you have felt that this was a calculated move. Does he need to apologize or do you think that you just move on from this point? Well, I don't think he apologized, and I would say, Sean, don't. I mean, I think this is pretty shrewd on your part. I think this is very Bill Parcellsian, even though I'm not sure Parcells would have called out by name. But I think what you did is the right thing every leader needs to do is stand in front of the team and take the bullets. And if you're going to get anything out of Russell and you're going to endear your team to you, this is what you need to do. And now you need to double down. Now you need to really get after them and let them know, hey, I'm behind you, but we're going to have to work really hard. And I don't think you need to apologize for anybody. I, I think, to me, what you said was true. 
And it, it was a fact. Nobody argues with what you said. Everybody was surprised. You know, it's funny. We live in a world today where everybody wants honesty, but then when we get honesty, everybody's offended by it, right? You know, I, I keep saying this all the time. What Howard Cosell said, if we see it, we got to say it. And you saw it and you said it. I applaud you for it. Don't, don't walk back from it. And that was yesterday's news. Move forward. There have been a number of instances in the media recently where players and coaches are saying things that I feel like we beg for them to say, but we're just so not used to hearing it that it gets blown out of proportion despite the information coming out of those sound bites being true and being genuine. Sean Payton, you said what you felt was true. Um, you took the pressure off of your quarterback. Now let's actually live up to those words and see the change this year with the Denver Broncos. Season win total sitting at eight and a half. They are the third short there shot there in that AFC West. How about Zach Martin, offensive guard for the Dallas Cowboys as he continues to hold out in a contract dispute of his own, losing $50,000 a day right now, not to be on the field, but Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, telling reporters, hey, we need the money to play the payers, to play the players that we have to pay in the future, Micah Parsons being the one of note that stood out. What should Zach Martin's next move be? Zach, stop losing money. I mean, what Jerry said, what he said, you know, he, I don't think you're bluffing, Jerry. Jerry's not going to – Jerry stood and looked at Emmett, Tom, Emmett Smith and let him miss two games, and when he lost those two games, he paid. But I think Jerry learned a valuable lesson then that he's not going to do that again. And I think, to me, you're barking up the wrong tree. One of the things about negotiations, Zach, is you got to know who your competition is. you got to know who you're negotiating against, Right. And when you're negotiating against an owner who the media can't get fired, you've got to, you got, it's really going to be hard. If you're negotiating against a general manager who the owner is watching and observing, you've got a better chance. But when you attack the owner and the owner's in charge of the contract, the media is not going to help you here. Holding out's not going to help you here. It's going to be a real issue. And Jerry will move on with it. Now, you say, well, Jerry's older and he's going to, you know, he needs to win right away and I'll help him win. Well, Jerry's attitude would be, look, you could tear your bicep the first day you come back and we miss you then. Life goes on. He's certainly an important piece of that offensive line set to make $14 million this year. He's top eight paid in the NFL at the position, but costing for a guy who wants more money, costing himself $50,000, a practice missed right now. Not let's, smart. Let's go to Vic Fangio, defensive coordinator for the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, the big news recently that cornerback Jalen Ramsey is out until December, although he did tell Mike McDaniel that give me a timeline, I'll make it back a month early after having meniscus surgery this past Friday. They signed Eli Apple over the weekend. It's his first year there. How can the Dolphins defense make up for Ramsey's absence if he's coming to you looking for advice? Well, I think what he has to do is, is Vic, I think what you have to do is go down to your young head coach's office and have a sit down with them and tell him there's winning and then there's winners. And make the point that we have to play complementary, that all three phases of our team have to work together. This independent contractor notion isn't going to work. We're really good up front, one of the best run defenses in the football. We're hard to block. We've got Bradley Chubb healthy. We've got Phillips. We've got a lot of good players, David Long, Javon Holland. We're strong. We'll play really good. But if you make us play 32 minutes because you can't convert third downs at 24th in the National Football League, 
as you were last year, you just put us in a burden. And if you don't protect the quarterback, we're not going to win anything. And if you think Mike White's going to win for us, then okay, do what you want to do. But remember, you lost to both starting quarterbacks last year. So if I'm Vic, I'm like, look, we've got to play with a sense of symmetry here and not play independently. And I think that's the conversation. We'll cover up for Jalen Ramsey. We'll do what we have to do. We'll rely on zone. We'll keep the ball in front of us. We won't give up the big play. We won't do what Josh Boyer did. But just know we've got to do a better job of complementing who we are defensively with your offense. And I think Vic Fangio is a, a great coach for that job. That is a great addition of step into my office. The Miami Dolphins win total nine and a half. And one of those teams that you feel like has great boom or bust potential overall, right? Like they could really take off if everything works into their favor or things could get derailed um, quickly, knowing how difficult that schedule is playing in a tough division. We got to take a quick break here on the Lombardi line, but words cannot describe how excited I am to discuss college football and Bojangles with Matt Eumanns, VSIN senior editor and college football analyst and host. When we return here on the Lombardi line, Matt can do it all. I mean, where does he even, where the does best. he rank? Just, just we got to talk about mustard. the contest too. Contest and condiments. Who could ask for anything more when we return? At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni on VSEN, the sports betting network. I am so excited. We are so close to college football season. Who's going to win the Heisman? 
who's going to make the CFP this year, which teams will surprise, and who's going to disappoint. Well, all those questions and more can be answered by reading this year's 2023 VEASAN College Football Betting Guide. We got detailed team previews, picks, best bets, all from our writers, hosts, and DraftKings personalities. It's all just a few clicks away when you become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Not only will you get our college football betting guide, but also the recently released NFL betting guide and an all-access pass to daily best bets, picks at a glance from our VEASAN shows, and full viewing of our DraftKings betting splits. You can check out our current offers right now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. One of the many tremendous contributors to this year's college football betting guide joins us now, Matt Eumanns. VEASAN Senior Editor, host of VEASAN tonight from 7 to 10 Pacific, 9 to Midnight Eastern, at Matt Humans 247 on Twitter. Put a lot of work into this guide, write-ups for the Big 12, Pac-12, some of his favorite season win totals, and Matt will get to college football in a moment. But how excited <laughs> were you when you saw that Bojangles is coming to Las Vegas? You are our fast food man. Come on. This is what we need. Not as excited as you, I can tell you that. <laughs> yes. Because, uh, you are Bojangles' number one fan and supporter, and you've been on me for a couple of years to uh, bump up the Bojangles uh, ranking. So, you know, I, I did send a trusted scout for an opinion at a, the North, at a North Carolina location last year because you've been touting Bojangles uh, so much. And uh, I was last time I was in North Carolina it was 2016. I was there for the NFL owners meeting. I was covering the Raiders for the Las Vegas paper, and they were, you know, trying to get the uh, Raiders deal through at that time. And, um, I tried to go to Bojangles, but there was like uh, a line that was like uh, at least an hour long and, uh, just couldn't pull it off that day. So I had to send a scout. He said, it's solid, not spectacular. The stormy's overrating it. I've got Bojangles right around number 25 or 26, but I can tell you there was so much competition in the chicken market that it's, uh, Bojangles is an elite a franchise in the chicken market. It's top three. So yeah. I, I appreciate you know, that. Evaluate the evaluator though, Matt, that's the key thing. Always evaluate the evaluator. You know, it's like mm-hmm. when you rely on someone else, you know, you got to make sure you know, that's evaluation is I, I understand <laughs> I that, uh, that there's going to be a new number one in the, in the fast food uh, ratings this year. Is that true? Well, it might be true. I don't want to give away all the secrets. <laughs> We're doing the show tomorrow, uh, tomorrow morning. We're going to talk football for uh, at least, I'd say, half the time. We're also going to do the fast food rankings tomorrow. So we've got a lot to talk about tomorrow morning with Mitch and Paul and follow the money from 4.30, I think, to 5.30 uh, a.m. Pacific. So looking forward to that. But you're right, Michael, when you say that, because I always say handicap the handicapper. Right. So, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's very good analysis. Well, Matt, I'm excited. I'm excited for your sake uh-huh. that because we will have Bojangles in Vegas that you won't have to send a scout oh, yeah. anymore. You can get it fresh, get the biscuits, that's right. drink the honey mustard, all the wonderful things. Um, <laughs> but excited to see the reveal of the, the rankings tomorrow on Follow the Money. Again, make sure you tune in tomorrow morning right here on VSIN. But let's get to a little bit of college football um, and particularly a league that's very close to my heart. I love covering Pac-12 football and and this year, we know that USC with Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley, a favorite once again when it comes to the Pac-12 conference, but also a lot of really good teams in this league. How did you evaluate it overall? I love the Pac-12 this year, and I, I think the top six teams are extremely strong. So this uh, conference is going to go out with a bang. 
And I say that hoping that yeah. the Pac-12 is not going to meet its demise. But, man, it's not looking good for the Pac-12 right now. It's a, it's a, a wildfire. It's a 0% contained. So we'll see if uh, the Pac-12 can do something to salvage things. But this year, it doesn't matter from a handicapping perspective because USC with Caleb Williams, I'll, I'll say Washington with Michael Penix, Oregon with Bo Nix, who uh, definitely was rejuvenated last year after moving from the SEC, and then uh, Utah with Cameron Rising. You've got four elite teams, four elite quarterbacks, and it goes much deeper than that. Oregon State's very good. You got, I'd say, you got seven or eight really good teams in the Pac-12. Elite quarterback play, and all the all the while, the media, national media, is going to focus on Coach Prime and Colorado and what uh, Deion Sanders is doing. And Colorado is probably going to be, you know, one of the two or three worst teams in that conference. But I'm I'm really really high on the Pac-12. Elite quarterback play. And uh, four, uh, I would say four top 15 type teams at the top of that league. Yeah, I mean, and you left out Cameron Ward as a, a quarterback. Uh-huh. I mean, yep. De- DeLorean at, at Arizona, which had five wins. I mean, Arizona, uh, to me, they look like an improved team. They've been getting a bunch of four- and five-star recruits coming in there. I know it'll be a year from now, but DeLorean – is going to be back for his next season. I mean, he was really good last year. If they get any defensive help at Arizona, they should be more than five wins. Uh, I'm sure you know Jed Fish. He's a former quarterback's coach for the Patriots, right? So Mm -hmm. uh, I think Fish done a really good job. A year ago at this time, I really liked Arizona over its win total of three that was posted at DraftKings. Uh, This year, the five is going to be tough, Michael, because Arizona's schedule is really, really difficult. And uh, I think that's going to be the one thing that's going to be a problem for Fish this year. But there's no doubt he's got this uh, program pointing in the right direction, especially in the offensive side of the ball. It's still an Arizona defense that allowed 36.5 points per game and allowed 45 points or more during a four-game midseason losing streak last year against the better offenses in the conference. So the defense has got to get a lot better. But I think uh, Arizona, the arrows are pointing up. Matt, is there a, a win total or a conference win bet to be made that you see on the board? Oh, there's a lot of them. Sure. A no favorite? Question. A I favorite? Also did, uh, I also did uh, my preseason top 25 for the guys. So I've, I've spent a lot of time on power rankings on about, I've probably done about 70 college football teams at this point. Uh, Cause I, I wanted to, I knew which ones were going to be the top candidates for the top 25. I actually, I like Washington a lot this year. And you, you look at the uh, the job that Kalen DeBoer did in his first year as coach, he took an offense that averaged 21.5 points a game the previous year and ramped it up to 39.7 points last year. And uh, Michael Penix was number two in the country in passing yards. Your top two receivers are back. I know the schedule's tough and it's kind of a square play, but I do like Washington over nine. I think that team's going to be really, really good. And USC is legit. I, I, I thought when DraftKings opened the win total at nine and a half, it was too low. And that got bet up to uh, 10 really quickly. So it's not much value in betting over 10. I do like Arizona State over five. If you like offensive football, keep an eye on Kenny Dillingham, Arizona State's new coach. He's worked under some sharp offensive minds, 33 years old. Uh, I think he's got some talent to work with here, too. He's got Drew Pine, the former Notre Dame quarterback who was a highly touted recruit there, had 22 TD passes and 10, 10 starts last year, and he's got a five-star freshman behind him. I think Arizona State's going to be surprisingly good. 
Uh, I would go Cal under, even though I like Justin Wilcox a lot as a defensive coach. Schedule really challenging. Cal under five. And uh, let's see what else we got here in the Pac-12. Quickly, I like Oregon State over eight and a half. There's not as much value as there was a year ago. And Oregon State's total was uh, lower than this. But, man, the Beavers, John, you're going to find it's, it's going to be hard to find a guy in college football who's done a better coaching job in the last five or six years than Jonathan Smith at Oregon State. If, if he takes DJ Ugalele and turns him into a legitimate prospect, mm-hmm. then I, I, I mean, the Scott, I don't know how Jonathan Smith stays at Oregon State. I mean, because <laughs> he couldn't do anything yeah. at Clemson. I mean, it was like we kept waiting for this five star recruit to show up and. And it never happened. So if Smith's able to turn this around and get his offense going, because for the most part, his other starters on his Oregon's offense are all returning. They're all back there again from yeah. last season. I think his team looks really good. Now, the problem is last year the win total was six and a half. So I thought that was an easy call last year. Now the win total is eight and a half. And you're right about DJ. If he can uh, get him turned around, this guy's a miracle worker because DJ – uh, couldn't get it done under Dabo the last two years, but the defense is going to be really good for the Beavers too. Nine starters back, and that's a defense that allowed only 20 points per game and held USC to 17 points last year. So don't overlook the Oregon State defense too. Yeah, and Oregon State not only 10 and three straight up, but overlooked in general on a week to week basis, 11 and two against the number as well. So really impressive performance mm-hmm. for them last year. Last minute, uh, you also did the Big 12 uh-huh. write up. Is Texas going to live up to expectations for once this year? Well, I, Texas on paper looks outstanding. I, I've got my questions about Steve Sarkissian still as a coach. He's got to answer that this year. And I'm, I'm not going to buy into the over the win total. It's one of those, I got to see it to believe it sort of situations. Yeah. Stormy, Michael, the Longhorns have stayed under their posted win total in 10 of the past 11 years, and they haven't won the Big 12 since 2009. So I got to see it to believe it. Matt. <laughs> Me too, Matt. I'm with you. I don't trust them either. <laughs> Soft. I don't trust them. No chance. Awesome stuff as always. Don't work too hard. Appreciate your time. Okay. Thanks, Matt. Make sure you follow Matt on Twitter as well, at MattHumans247. VSIN tonight, 7 to 10 Pacific, 9 to midnight Eastern. And tomorrow morning, making that appearance on Follow the Money, beginning at 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern, to break down not only college football, but those fast food rankings. The Reveal Show tomorrow morning. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. We all know about the speed of sound, but have you ever thought about the sounds of speeding? Drive too fast and you could hear the sound of your vehicle crashing because one way or another, speeding catches up with you. Paid for by NHTSA. This is the Lombardi Line on a Monday alongside former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. I'm Stormy Tony, and we continue our NFL talk today as we bring in great friend of the show, Mike Pritchard, VSIN lead NFL betting analyst, played nearly a decade at wide receiver in the league, also won a national championship with the CU Buffs back in the day. Welcome in, Pritch. How are you today? I am fantastic, Stormy. Michael, great to be with you today. Yes, always great to have you. And especially on a day like this when there's so much news coming through in NFL circles. Let's start with the big topic of the day. Jonathan Taylor requested a trade, evidently. And I mean, Jim Mersey, very clear that he doesn't want to give it to him. But now there's the question about him being on that NFI 
um, non-football injury list after he gets off PUP with the back issue. And I just feel like this situation is spiraling a little bit. How have you unpacked the information with JT? You know, Stormy, it is uh, spiraling a little bit. I, I think, um, you know, a player obviously has a, a self-worth, right? And and we think uh, what we mean to the team. And I, I think Taylor means a lot, a uh, significant amount to the Colts and their success and what they want to do and who they want to be. Um, but then when it comes to contract time, it seems like there's this uh, uh, roadblocks. There's a few roadblocks, right? Uh, I, I think... When you separate the average running back from a great running back, though, that is a difference, right? Like Zach Moss getting hurt. I think he's got a broken arm. Uh, he's going to be out several weeks. Uh, you think about uh, Jonathan Taylor and, and what he means to the team and, and the ability to still play through pain. Uh, and that, to me, is never quantified. Um, whether it's Emmett Smith back in the day with, with shoulder separations or or whether it's T.O. playing with a broken leg in a game, or, or Jerry Rice playing through the Super Bowl with, with his shoulder falling off. I mean, the great ones, or, or the really, really good ones, the ones that you pay, uh, they seem to battle through. Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, right? Uh, and I, I think that's discounted a little bit when it comes to these running backs. I mean, Seattle's dealing with a couple of running backs banged up, uh, and, and it's fascinating. So uh, I hope it doesn't spiral any further uh, with JT, because he's an exceptional running back, and uh, it's a shame that these young players, the players in their prime are losing a little bit of confidence just because uh, of the level of contracts that uh, teams are reluctant to pay these uh, outstanding running backs right now. Mike, let me ask you, from a player standpoint, when the owner comes out as strong as Jerry Jones has come out against Zach Martin and Jim Irsay has come out against what or says what he believes they will do, uh, for Jonathan Taylor, what's the players' reaction to that? I, I I always felt like the players, if an if a general manager said it, they really didn't care because the GM could get fired. But when an owner says it, I would love to hear your thoughts. It, it's significant. I mean, it's significant when the GM says it too, though, um, uh, Michael. And uh, I think uh, as a player, there's that fine line of ego, confidence, and, and lack of confidence, uh, and a bruised ego. Uh, and, and certainly from a player's standpoint, you don't want to go out there thinking that they don't think you're important. Um, the discussions in the locker room, uh, you know, why, why don't they feel like I'm important to this team? I've heard that from star players before, uh, whether it's a contract time or, or whether they're not getting the ball or enough attention or involved in a game plan. What's going on? Why, what are they thinking about me? Right. And that's in the locker room. And that's that's weekly. Uh, and, and I'm sure you've had conversations with players. They just wanted to have a talk with you or certainly coaches. Um, we, we've had meetings with coaches and look, what's going on? Why, why is this happening? Why is this not happening? So it's a fragile, fragile situation. Uh, and I don't know if the owners understand that, to be honest with you. I, I wish uh, Jerry Jones uh, seems like he's the type of owner that would understand it because he's around the team all the time. Um, but majority owners, I would say uh, the other 31 owners, they don't understand uh, that situation with the players. So uh, I don't know if this is head games with, with Jerry Jones. I mean, uh, they need Martin. They need those great players, certainly, to get to the, where they want to get to with the high expectations. Uh, and as players, we want to feel like uh, we have that self-worth uh, and that importance to the team as well. Season win total for the Dallas Cowboys sitting at 10.5, coming off back-to-back 12-win -back seasons, cut short in the playoffs. Joining the Lombardi line now, VEASAN's own Mike Pritchard, lead NFL Analyst, former NFL wide receiver, and a potentially 
big injury coming through right now at the wide receiver position in Denver. So we'll get to the Sean yep. Payton and Aaron Rodgers of it all in a moment. But during seven on seven, Tim Patrick evidently went down with a non-contact injury coming off the line. He threw his helmet down immediately and trainers were looking at his lower left leg, got carted off of the field this after he missed all of last season with an ACL injury. As you're trying to get Russell Wilson to get things corrected and that offense back in shape to what the, I mean, the potential seemed there could be, how significant is this for, for that offense? Yeah, this is a blow because I, I was thinking Tim Patrick was really going to electrify this offense and, and really give Russell Wilson and Sean Payton uh, one more option out there that could be dynamic uh, and help out Jerry Judy and, and help out certainly the situation for Russell and what he needed to do uh, getting rid of the football quickly. Uh, you think about the height uh, of that offense with Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, uh, Jerry Judy as well, Stormy. I mean, those are trees for Russell Wilson to throw <laughs> possession type passes to, right? Yeah. And uh, now with Tim Patrick, a, a dynamic player who can also get deep, uh, it looks like he's going to have a significant injury. I mean, a lot of times uh, when you see that type of reaction, you, you hate to think the worst. But, uh, you know, for me, I'm thinking Achilles or something like that uh, because – as you rehab and you strengthen an ACL or you strengthen a situation with your legs and all of a sudden uh, other things don't get as worked uh, as much as they should, right? Or, or you're not stretching uh, the way that you should. I, I, I always tell young players, stretch your Achilles. That thing right there is, is overlooked so many times. And, uh, and I don't know how many people take it upon themselves to just separate themselves and really stretch out their Achilles no matter what they're doing uh, because those things can snap. And hopefully it's not that. Hopefully it's a strain or something, and uh, he can bounce back. But a significant loss for sure, because I was I was looking for Tim Patrick to really help out uh, the Broncos' offense this season. Yeah, they missed him last year. There's no doubt, Mike. Uh, from your player standpoint, what Sean Payton said, what he said about last year's team. What was your first reaction? <laughs> well, I said it on your show on on Friday that he needed to take off his analyst hat and put on his coach's hat. <laughs> Uh, and you know, I think he backed that statement up himself and, uh, yeah, I, it, it, you know, it's tough. I, I think when you see the dysfunction that the Broncos were last year, uh, that led to that record, uh, and all you have to do is, uh, seize credibility and, and then make the players accountable. And sometimes you say those things to kind of back up the players. And, and certainly from an analyst standpoint, you, you want to be honest and give an honest answer, uh, but as a head coach, you have to be tactful too, right? And understand your schedule. Uh, but I, I think if the players understand Sean Payton and, and the credibility that he should have, uh, they should be willing to go out there and back it up. Uh, Robert Sala said that, right? I'm taking receipts. Uh, that was a couple of years ago. Uh, and now you look at the fellas in the locker room, they want to back that stuff up. And uh, and I, I think anytime, and this is from a betting perspective too, anytime there's a head coach or a group of players or even upper management that's willing to lay out expectations and to really lay out uh, accountability or lay out culture, uh, then that's confidence too, right? Uh, and I, I think Sean Payton is confident, uh, with, certainly with his own ability, uh, but with the players on that roster. Now the, the players, they just have to back that up if they can't. Especially Russell Wilson, who now he's taken a lot of that pressure off of saying there are 20 dirty hands. It wasn't just a flip of a switch and Russell Wilson changed win total for the Denver Broncos coming into this 2023 season, sitting at eight and a half, a five to one shot in that competitive AFC West. But then conversely, you have Aaron Rodgers talking yesterday, because if you're taking shots at Nathaniel Hackett, you're taking shots at us 
in the Jets and Robert Sala saying, you know, what he said in his press conference. And now Aaron Rodgers with the Will Smith-esque, keep my coach's name out your mouth. <laughs> Did you like that from Aaron Rodgers, though? I appreciated him defending his coach in that way. Yeah, if he walks across the field and slaps Sean Payton, we know what's going to happen, <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> um, you no, know, real quick about accountability and, you know, and everything uh, that that is so important. But I also defending uh, your locker room. I mean, it, uh, Stormy, we, we have a bunkered mentality and, and it's us against the world. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that Aaron Rodgers is already saying us and we and defending people and, and working with the young cats out there. I mean, I think that's evidence that this guy is all in. Right. Uh, and if we're just thinking about Aaron Rodgers being able to execute uh, to me, that's a that's a simple uh, uh, answer for me in terms of betting and where I want to go. Now, I understand the schedule. I understand what the Jets were up against with all the hype on, on hard knocks and all that. Maybe I'll get a, t a, a cheaper price uh, if they stumble. Uh, but I am looking for signs of when they get it right, uh, because I, I think it's going to be fantastic once they do get it right. Kind of reminds me of the last dance, too, right, Michael Jordan? And I took that personally. Yep. Like, I feel like that's <laughs> yep. where Aaron Rodgers is coming from. Yeah. Great stuff, as always, yeah. Mike. Appreciate you. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Appreciate you. Have a great day. Make sure you follow Mr. Pritchard as well on Twitter, at M.I. Pritchard. But really good insight from somebody who's been there, got all the experience, got all the knowledge of what it takes to get to the highest level in the league. We got to take a quick break here. Can't believe how fast this show has gone by. Our final segment on yep. the other half of this commercial break, we'll get into blue chip, red chip, taking a look at off-ball linebackers headed into 2023. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Attention, BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do. Well, make sure you get them in on all things king of sports books. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, remember, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip, you can convert BetMGM points into MGM rewards points as well. You can use towards dining shows, hotel rooms, and over 20 MGM resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification, eligibility requirements, rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Alongside former NFL executive Michael Lombardi, Stormy Tony with you as we welcome you back to the final segment of today's edition of the Lombardi Line, which means it's time for our pro tip of the hour as well, Michael. We do these every single day. And this time we're talking about um, a way to approach perhaps betting on college football this year because looking into the numbers a season ago, the top five teams that finished in against the spread wins all had returning production of over 70% and all had slightly lower expectations. So we're targeting teams that have a seven and a half win total or fewer and have a lot of returning production. And we talked a lot, whether it's college football or NFL, the importance of continuity and returning production is huge. Yeah, no question. And I think that goes a long way because you start the season. Remember, continuity matters in all sports. But when you don't have a preseason like college football does, it matters even more, right? Because you you go from spring where you're not installing, you're refining into the season, whereas new programs, new coaches, new th- everything, they're install- they're learning the installations before they come through. So I think it's really important. I think it's a great job by Steve and you, and I think that p- teams that fit the system, you should look hard at it. Yeah, Steve Mackinnon has stability rankings that are in this year's college football betting guide. Again, that to be released this Thursday. The five teams I mentioned last year, Tulane ended up 12 and 2 ATS, a season win total of six. Oregon State, 11 and 2 ATS, had a season win total of six as well. Troy, season win total of six and a half. They were 11 and 3 straight uh, ATS, 12 and 2 straight up. So the list goes on and on with these teams that had a good, significant amount of production and continuity at the coaching coordinator positions to have success. This year, a few teams that match that model Kansas State win total at seven and a half, Texas Tech, seven and a half, and Kansas at five and a half. Pro tips again available at vsin.com. You can search them by sport and by show. We're going to close out these last couple of minutes on the program today, Michael, talking all things blue chip, red chip. Yeah. 
Today we're looking at off-ball linebackers, and I know you and Femi did a great job breaking this down on the GM Shuffle last Thursday. Episodes of the GM Shuffle dropping every Tuesday and Thursday, one of them already out today. It's also available on the DraftKings YouTube page, and you can watch on the DraftKings Network live stream as well, which um, awesome that you guys get the full hour now on DraftKings Network. But Michael, before we get into some of these specific players, for anybody that is like blue chip, red chip, what does that mean? Can you give a little bit of the distinction between the two? Well, you know, in every position in the league, you have the top five players at their position, and then you have the top 10 players at their position. And so the distinction is if you're in the top five, you're considered a blue chip. You're considered a player that at the game, nobody could take you out of the game. So you're able to make plays against all level of competition. You're able to dominate regardless of the opponent. Red chips, same thing, but maybe not to the same degree. So it's typically it's based on a grading system. You get a grade. Grades that, that flow for blue chips range from 9.0 to 6.7, 6.8. And red chips are usually between that 6.5 and 6.7 category. So you kind of have a little bit in how they react to their team and the scheme and what they do to fit. And so the NFL has dramatically changed a little bit, Stormy. We used to have on-the-line linebackers, and we used to have off-the-ball linebackers. But now, because most of the on-the-line linebackers are rushers, J.J. Watt, I mean, excuse me, T.J. Watt is considered an on-the-line linebacker, but he's really a rush end. I mean, he, he can drop into coverage, but he really is a rush end. Miles Garrett sometimes drops into coverage when they zoned off. So to clarify a lot of things, we just made this year's group all off-ball linebackers. And Micah Parsons isn't in this because he could be, and he would be the best off-ball linebacker in football. Let's get that out there. But we're going to put him over a defensive end rush end because that's where he is. And he's able to impact the game from all different spots. I mean, he would be a blue chip here, and he would be a blue chip mm -hmm. there and off and down. And that's why Jerry Jones made the comment he made. He's got to pay him because it's very rare to have a player like Micah that can do it from off the ball and on the ball. Yeah, so you'll see Micah Parsons on the list that comes out on the GM shuffle that is released on Thursday. Thursday. Yep, because every Thursday right. you're continuing going through every – um, one of those position groups, you'll close out with quarterback when the NFL season gets started. So make sure you keep tuning into that series. Your best blue chip off ball linebacker is who, Michael? I, I'm going to say it's your guy, Fred Warner, because I think he does when they don't have Fred Warner in the game, it's a problem. Right. And so I think for for the most uh, when you watch San Francisco, the the line, the middle linebacker in the San Francisco Pete Carroll scheme is really important. Bobby Wagner for years made a career. That's where they start. They start down the middle. And I think ultimately he does play really well. And the other thing I think you have to as fans, which you have to really pay close attention to, is it's no longer a game of first, second, and mm -hmm. third down. Football's no longer that. Football is st is a game of what formation or personnel group is on the field. So if they're in 12 personnel, one back, two tight ends, do the linebackers stay on the field? If they're in 21, two backs, one tight end, who's on the field? If they're in 11, one back, one tight end, who's on the field? See, it's all about f personnel groupings. Mm -hmm. And the only way you can become a blue chip linebacker is if they can't formation you or personnel group you off the field. Mm -hmm. The days of the Chris Spielmans, if you will, where I'm a rundown linebacker, the, 
they don't exist anymore. Those guys are dinosaurs. Because if you're on the field on first down and they get in a passing formation, you got to play pass. And then you end up standing next to me most of the game. Mm -hmm. So linebacker is really a combination of safety, run, hit, and Warner does it as well as anybody. So does Demario Davis. I thought Nick Bolton is tremendous for Kansas City. He was outstanding in terms of what he brought to their defense. Yeah, a, a lot of really talented players. And to your point, right, it's it's not always about how many tackles you make, but how often are you around the ball? How are you making plays? Are you putting teams back with the tackles for loss? What personnel groups do you have success against? Like it's a it's a accumulation of different things that make a guy a blue chip player. And Fred Warner, that was music to my ears for you to say that. I, I love our San Francisco linebacker group. And Fred, since he entered the league in 2018, led the team in tackles every single year. He's that guy in the middle that's just kind of that general and always seems to be where the action is. Yeah, and I think they do a really good job in San Francisco of finding players that fit the scheme, right? They do a really good job of finding guys that fit what they want to do. Greenlaw's an example. Sharir, the kid that that went to Tennessee this mm -hmm. year. I mean, he's outstanding. I mean, he yeah. can fly to the ball. He's tackles. I think they do. They understand who they are defensively, and they find the players that fit. And Warner fits perfectly. And Fred Warner's. Prop for total combined tackles this year, sitting 124 and a half. Last year had 136 quarterback hurries, 10 pass breakups, a forced fumble, two sacks, and an interception. Your red chip list, Michael, you have Jerome Baker, Quay Walker, Logan Wilson, Jawan Bentley, and Matt Milano. Yeah, I mean, when Buffalo doesn't have Milano, they're not the same team. And Bentley's really, and Bentley was one of those linebackers that I wasn't in love with because he couldn't really cover, but he's improved in that area, and his speed is much better. Logan Wilson gets him lined up. Quay Walker from Green Bay as a pure rookie from Georgia, outstanding, and so is Jerome Baker. I mean, one thing about Miami's defense now, they're strong down the middle with Baker, with Wilkins at tackle, and then Holland at the safety position. They're really good at, at down the middle of their defense. And I think Holland will have a great year playing for them. They're just not good at corner right now, and they need to fix that. But these guys are all good young players that are going to develop. Walker's going to be a really good. The rookie that I like is Marpee, the kid, Martin yeah. Marpee, that went to Sac State. I think he's going to be outstanding. And you say, Stormy, where's Roquan Smith? I That's thought Roquan was wasn't the same player that he was in past years. That was going to be my next question. I was very surprised not to see Roquan Smith on this list. I know he had a, a little bit of a down year a season ago, but I do anticipate him taking that step back up this season. So hopefully he makes yep. your list next year, I think, maybe, maybe. I, I think so. I think he'll be in better shape. I think the contract affected him more than anything. Yeah, and we've heard that numerous times, Debo Samuel, Exhibit A. That's a wrap for today's edition of the Lombardi Line. Make sure you download the GM Shuffle, though, for a more in-depth breakdown on those off-ball linebackers. Edge rushers coming up this Thursday on VEASAN. Coming up, VEASAN Best Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.